the Chateau de Congress. Now with Lapalot gone, and I do mean gone, this poem, I think it's a poem, can resume its course to finality. Without a bothersome character, other than my own, to deal with. The remaining two wayfarers have finally reached their destiny. They have arrived at the Chateau de Congress. Its single tower looms above their heads. The massive white walls are no barrier to Cyclops. Everywhere there are secret servicemen who wander the grounds in search of some psychotic, psychopathic lunatic who comes out when the moon is full. Knowing that they carry guns, Cyclops unsheathes his buckler. A war in Congress is about to begin. news update just in. A masked pirate and a black female raid the White House, apparently in search of Freud Marx. We will keep you updated as further details develop. Inside the castle, the receptionist looks upon the stranger's bloody brows and faints dead away. Once our hero gallantly revives the limp lithographer, he stares at Cyclops blankly, takes a drink from a bottle stashed in his desk drawer, then smiles and says, How may I help you? Yes, we are here looking for the treasure. What? exclaims Cyclops. As he pulls the genie aside, what are you trying to do? Get us both killed? Don't we wish. Careful. This is a trick, an illusion to make us give in to the flipped out philosophies and fantasies of the fiend Freud Marx. A booming voice echoes through the immense hall, where the two trembling twits are standing. Welcome, Cyclops. I trust your journey has not been too difficult? Yeah, what's up, Doc? 
I say there, be a good fellow and let us pass. Hmm? The wizard's voice hisses like a snake as he mocks Cyclops like an owl and bends over from his gigantic height to widen his eyes. Who do you think I am? Owl, snakes, and eyes! Oh my! Flying from the secretary's typewriter, a horde of cockroaches attacks our heroes at the wizard's command. These tiny Franz Kafkas glow bright red with venom, drooling from their vermin fangs. The courageous corsair quickly grasps the sharpest obstacle at hand, thrusting the honed utensil into the abdomen of every insect, clawing and biting at his throat. With the ravaging hunger of an Ethiopian, Cyclops slew the lot with his lance and writing implement, Eberhard Faber. Sounds crazy, but it is an epic tradition. With severed legs, the horde creatures lie there kicking their last dying moments away, vanishing as quickly as he appeared. The wizard leaves with the fall of his army. Come back, you coward, and fight like a man. Apathy towards war and peace at the sacrifice of freedom means oppression. Freedom is won in battle. Peace is the doldrums. Insanity ensues in silence. Give me your tired and poor, and all I'll have is a bunch of cripples on welfare. War isn't stupid. Freedom is the fortune of war. Peace is a facade. Peace is a state of mind. Fighting for freedom equals the maintenance of liberty. There must be war. It is natural. Prisoner! shouts the wizard. He has become perturbed with all the clamoring conversation. Cyclops and the genie are quickly overpowered by two huge Goliaths. With the greatest of agility, Cyclops removes his eye patch 
and loads up a stone. Like daring David, he hurls the stone, but misses his mark. They are captured and carried away in straitjackets to the dungeon. In this multifaceted world of communications technology, we have no choice but to monitor and receive, watching YouTube and listening to podcasts on Spotify and iTunes. Some eventually go insane because there is too much incoming transmission and a circuit in their brains overloads. The mind blows its picture tube, taking in too much information. Someday we'll discover a cure for it and everyone will be vaccinated for COVID-19. This has been the Chateau de Congress. Thank you for listening. I am Michael.